So an emergency application has been made to the Supreme Court for them to review New York's defiance of the Supreme Court's Bruin decision. You all had a lot of questions about what happens from here. So let's talk about this. Also, I want to thank everybody who's been watching the channel, who subscribed to the channel. And I just want to wish you all Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays. Thank you so much for all of your support. Uh, I cannot thank you guys enough. None of this would be possible without you guys. And I hope you and your families have a great holiday season. How's it going, everyone? My name is Anthony Miranda. I am a licensed practicing attorney in the state of California with an emphasis on Second Amendment rights. I've been part of Second Amendment litigation, both at a state level and a national level, while serving as a staff attorney with the Farms Policy Coalition legal team. As I mentioned in the intro, Gun Owners of America, or GOA, has filed an emergency application for immediate administrative relief in the Antioch v. Negrelli case, which is a challenge to the state of New York's new concealed carry laws, which they passed in direct defiance to the Supreme Court's recent ruling in Bruin. A lot of you had some very good questions coming out of the last video that I put out, and you, a lot of you were asking, what does this all mean? What does this emergency application mean? And kind of what happens from now? Now, if you don't recall, this case was filed by GOA against the state of New York because of the new concealed carry laws, which they passed in direct defiance to the Supreme Court's recent ruling in New York State Rifle and Pistol Association v. Bruin. In Bruin, the Supreme Court struck down New York's may-issue CCW licensing scheme, finding that it was inconsistent with this nation's history and tradition. One of the primary findings of the Bruin decision was that the government bears the burden to prove that their restrictions are based in the history and tradition of this nation. But another important thing that the Supreme Court did in that decision, in that opinion, is that they stated that a state like New York cannot simply make everywhere within a state a sensitive location and simply make a permit useless. However, despite that Supreme Court decision, New York rushed through the Concealed Carry Improvement Act, or the CCIA, which made a permit scheme that is worse than the one that existed even prior to Bruin. And the state of New York did this in direct defiance to that Bruin decision. Because of how that law directly violated the Second Amendment and also what the Supreme Court said in Bruin, GOA filed a lawsuit against the state of New York. In that case, a district court judge, Judge Sudeby, heard GOA's request for a preliminary injunction and ultimately granted the request for a preliminary injunction against various aspects of the CCIA, finding that under that Bruin decision, under the opinion in Bruin, this law in the state of New York, the new one that they passed, is in fact unconstitutional. After that, the state of New York decided to appeal the granting of the preliminary injunction up to the Second Circuit. So they sought an appeal to the Second Circuit and also requested a stay on that decision from Judge Sotheby. The Second Circuit ultimately granted this stay, which prevents Judge Sotheby's preliminary injunction from having any current impact. That means that the state of New York gets to enforce their CCIA law until essentially the Second Circuit decides that they finally want to get around to hearing this case in this issue of the CCIA. Instead of waiting around for the Second Circuit to finally do the right thing and to do their job, GOA has filed an emergency application up to the Supreme Court. The emergency application asks the Supreme Court to vacate the Second Circuit's grant of that stay. If the Supreme Court vacates the stay of the Second Circuit, it would also be very clearly and it would be a very clear direction that the Supreme Court agrees with Judge Sotheby in that lower court decision and make it very clear that this type of scheme is indeed a violation of the Second Amendment and also that it would violate their Bruin decision. This application was filed by GOA to Sonia Sotomayor, who is the justice responsible for reviewing emergency filings which come out of the Second Circuit. And as I mentioned in the last video, just because she's initially responsible for granting, denying, or referring the application to a full court vote, that does not mean that we're just simply out of luck because it's in the hands of a liberal justice. If Sonia Sotomayor decides to act on her own and deny the application, 
That then means that GOA can subsequently go to any other justice that they want, any one of their choice, like Justice Thomas, and refile that application. One thing I also want to point out that I didn't mention in my prior video is that what we're talking about right now and the things that's going on right now procedurally has to do with a realm of the Supreme Court called the shadow docket. That is a term you might have heard some political talking heads mention in the past, and that is what is kind of going on in this specific situation. These are actions filed outside of the court's regular docket system, sometimes even after hours, and the court acts on them traditionally very quickly. Because of these actions' tendency to go under the radar, and since these actions happen to kind of happen in the shadows a little bit, and it's not really on a full docket, it's called the shadow docket. Now, in my last video, a lot of you had some very good questions that I wanted to answer. One of the first questions I saw pop up quite a bit is how long does Justice Sonia Sotomayor get to ultimately make her decision? Since she's kind of has the right of first refusal, the first step really does hinge on her. And a lot of you were asking, how long does she have? Now, I couldn't find any specific deadlines for how long she ultimately has to make that decision, but emergency applications are often decided very fast. All the literature that I read indicates that emergency applications are filed quickly and they are decided quickly compared to the Supreme Court's traditional docket, where a regular decision on the merits could take months, uh, maybe even years. An emergency application can be received and uh, that decision could come within days or even hours and sometimes can even happen after hours. These types of orders on emergency applications typically do not come with a written opinion also or they don't really come with explanations for that specific decision of ultimately what the Supreme Court decides to do. People often criticize in the increased use of emergency applications because these types of decisions sometimes do lack transparency. However, I think in this specific situation and in this case, uh, I think this is a rare situation where a Supreme Court's decision is being outright refused to be followed by a state and by other states, and they're being very obvious and they've been very vocal about them outright refusing that Bruin decision. So I anticipate that maybe an opinion will be attached with this order once it comes out, but that could also delay this a little bit longer because then you would have to have some sort of opinion written and attached to this. The second question I saw quite frequently pop up is if she puts it to a full vote, what's the timeline for that vote to take place? Again, there isn't really a defined timeline. However, as I indicated prior and previously, these types of emergency applications are decided faster than those traditional requests for cert. Also, I want to note that if the application is sent to a full court vote, that fact may not even be known publicly until the court actually issues their decision. Once the Supreme Court makes that decision, then you would see in that document that there was a referral noted to the full court for a vote, but you really won't know until that order hits. The third question I saw pop up is if Justice Sonia Sotomayor decides to deny the application, what's the turnaround time required for someone here GOA to resubmit the application, renew the application to another justice, let's say Justice Thomas? Really, the turnaround time can be immediately. Um, it can be really as fast as GOA needs to modify that application, to change the header, to change the names on it, and then to ultimately refile that application to the new justice. So it can be very fast. And one of the final questions I saw pop up is, what can the Supreme Court actually do? What type of enforcement mechanisms do they kind of have? Well, they have the power to vacate lower court judgments. Here specifically, they would vacate the Second Circuit's granting of that stay. The Supreme Court vacating that stay would mean that they agree with the district court's ruling that this scheme is clearly a violation of the Second Amendment and our Second Amendment rights. 
that would also signal to all district courts and circuit courts in the U.S. that these types of laws will in fact be struck down by the Supreme Court if it ultimately gets to them or if other emergency applications are filed to the court. The court can also attach an opinion, like I mentioned, to the order, which could clearly indicate in that language that this is in fact a violation of the Second Amendment and also the Bruin opinion. So hopefully that answers a lot of your questions about how this ultimately may play out. Uh, also, I highly recommend that you go over and support GOA because they're doing great things. They're the ones responsible for filing this case and getting this to the Supreme Court. So I always recommend that you donate and support those organizations that are doing the right thing. And GOA is one of those organizations. So this is something we'll definitely keeping our eyes on since, like I mentioned, something like this could develop um, within days, hours, really anytime, even after hours. Right now, it may be delayed a little bit because of the holiday seasons, but again, it could happen at any time. And if anything else develops, I will let you all know. So if you like this video and like support the channel, one of the best ways to do that is to like, comment, and subscribe. All those things help to fuel the algorithm or fuel algorithm's rhythm. It adds fuel to his jet and signals to YouTube that you guys see value in these videos and in this type of toy news. As always, I want to thank everybody who likes, comments, subscribes, who hits the notification bell, who shares these videos. You guys are directly impacting these videos, impact this channel, and helping me to reach and educate more people than I could ever do on my own. So as always, thank you all for watching. Don't forget to like and subscribe. And never forget, this is with Built Barm Scholars, and this station will be maintained Barm Scholars. And also, Merry Christmas.